I'd like to begin my sermon today by saying thank you to Dean Moe for inviting me to be the guest preacher. I'm thankful for this opportunity because it has caused me to ponder the meaning of thanksgiving in a way that has been helpful to me. And this would not have happened without my having to prepare this sermon. As a result of my pondering, I have come to understand thanksgiving to God as having three aspects. First, to truly give thanks to God, we have to have insight into the significance of what God has done. Second, once we truly understand what God has done, we cannot help but respond with gratitude and love toward God. And third, our love for God compels us to do some sort of action or expression of our love that we simply cannot hold in. I think we can see these three aspects of thanksgiving reflected in our reading today from the Gospel of Luke. First, the Samaritan leper, the lone Samaritan leper, realized what a miracle it was that he had been cured of his disease. Second, he was so filled with gratitude, he began shouting his exuberant praises to God. And third, he turned around and went back to Jesus, got down on his knees at Jesus' feet, and thanked him. To my way of thinking, this is an illustration of true thanksgiving with all three aspects demonstrated. Insight, gratitude, action. So now I have to ask myself, why didn't the other nine lepers turn around and thank Jesus. They were all healed from their leprosy, weren't they? Well, I have some thoughts about that, which I'd like to share with you. Basically, I think the reason the other lepers didn't thank Jesus is because they really didn't understand the significance of what Jesus had done for them. I can tell you that in my own life, I often act like the nine lepers. I don't thank God for what God has done for me. I think it's often because I get mixed up. I mistakenly think God answers to me, when in reality, it's the other way around. As a result of this type of mix-up, I wrongly use prayer as a way to get God to do my bidding, as if God were my servant. So when God actually does something that I ask God to do, I think that is simply what God should have done. God owed it to me, and I'm not particularly thankful. Or worse yet, I think I did it myself however obvious it is that it was God's hand at work. 
In contrast, however, there have been times when I think these three aspects of thanksgiving were reflected in my life, much like they were for the Samaritan in our reading. I'd like to tell you about one of them. You see, when I was a young adult, I made a series of small decisions that led to a big decision that changed the trajectory of my life away from a closer walk with the Lord. As a result, I became increasingly unhappy and discontent with my life, year by year. It wasn't until about six years ago that I realized what I had done. And when I did, I was absolutely devastated. The regret was overwhelming. I felt like I had squandered my life. And I didn't know how I could ever get my relationship with God back on track. One day, during the Sunday morning service at St. Michael's, where I attend church, something extraordinary happened when we finished saying our prayer of confession. For some reason, I was following along in the prayer book that day. And as I finished reading the confession, I noticed the words, You are forgiven, printed right there at the end of the prayer. I cannot tell you how comforting those words were to me. And in a split second, that crushing burden of regret was lifted off my shoulders. And in that moment, I could totally accept my life as it was because I realized that I had been totally accepted by God as I was. After the service, I remember thinking how comforting those words, you are forgiven, were to me. So I went back to the prayer book to read them again. And of course, they weren't really there. Even so, I was a changed person. And I can hardly speak of the love I have toward the Lord for his great mercy and freeing me from such a heavy burden without choking up. I told the Lord that I would never disobey him for as long as I lived. Whatever he asked me to do, I would do, and I absolutely rededicated myself to serving the Lord that day. I think I finally understood what it means in the Gospel of John when Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I used to think that keeping God's commandments were rather daunting. But the amazing thing is that the Lord truly loves us and knows better than we do what is best for us. What I have finally come to understand is that keeping God's commandments is always the easier alternative. Even though God 
ask us to do some very hard things. I think this is what Jesus meant in the Gospel of Matthew when he says, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And let me add that if there is one thing I have learned in the past three and a half years, it is that the best and safest place for me to be is right in the center of God's will. And let me also add that I consider it God's great mercy to have given me something practical that I could do to make a difference. All I wanted was for my life to make a difference. And God, with such astounding kindness, answered my prayer. I hope by now I have succeeded in making the point that true thanksgiving results in obedience to God. Without obedience, thanksgiving cannot be genuine. So the three aspects of thanksgiving are really insight, love, and obedience. Let me close by saying that to my way of thinking, the biggest obstacle to thanksgiving is lack of insight. With insight, love and obedience are likely to follow. Without insight, neither love nor obedience will follow. And as I have mentioned before, we humans often lack the insight we need to accurately understand what God has done for us. This is where prayer comes in. It is no accident that we see the need for insight reflected in the prayer we call the general thanksgiving, which many of us say daily during morning and evening prayer. So I would like to close my sermon with that prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for the immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of, our, of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages.